0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Trade Finance Podcast. Today our topic is Africa and the continent's trade opportunities for Nordic companies. The reputation persists that Africa is corrupt and difficult to trade with. However, we should also see Africa's huge growth potential. We will take a closer look at some of the more interesting countries and their market development. My name is Kati York, and I'm in the studio today with Mr. Peter Klang, a bank network manager in Nord Trade Finance. Hi, Peter, and
1: welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here.
0: So today's topic is Africa. Um, Peter, could we start off uh, with uh, your view on the market developments and opportunities in general in the African continent?
1: Well, the opportunities are, are great, uh, but so are the challenges, unfortunately. And uh, one, I have to look at Africa in two ways. There's North Africa and sub-Sahara, and they are quite different from each other. Uh, They have basically all the raw materials in the world uh, and the opportunities will lie, I think, going forward into having the business locally in Africa, not just exporting, but also being present locally and being part of uh, the production of the goods within the African continent.
0: Thank you. We would like to hear your view on the banking sector in Africa.
1: Uh, in the future, I think it's important to select a few stronger banks in Africa that uh, we have an enhanced relationship with that can cover risk uh, on several markets through a hub. Uh, for instance, let's say we have a relationship with a bank in Nigeria that are present in 10, 11 neighboring and surrounding countries in the West African that would be uh, I think, a solution that can uh, provide cover for our uh, customers in 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 a sustainable way going forward.
0: We at Norda want to support our customers in their growth. Uh, what can we do uh, uh, to help a Nordic exporter mitigating the risks they're going to face?
1: That is a very important and essential question for all exporters to take very serious. Going into Africa, you, really have to uh, secure your payment and make sure you actually export uh, to a market and getting paid for your products. We have seen extreme challenges in the past years, mostly linked to the FX shortage, but also one have to remember the local currency has decreased across the continent between 30 to 50 percent, giving the local buying power much uh, less strength. So, of course, when you have a weakness in your local currency and you add the shortage of FX, then you have a challenge. That's where the banking system has to step in and, and work as a partner with our customers. Large customers are usually very much aware about this. But we have seen that the smaller on the SME segment, for instance, uh, they sometimes have a tendency to neglect how risky it can be to enter uh, transactions in Africa. When it comes to uh, longer transactions with longer tenors, as we call it in the banking industry, that means that uh, from, from export and delivering of the goods till, uh, till the day of payment, When it exceeds more than one year and and it reaches two years that is also a challenge in africa Uh, basically that is um, the credit worthiness of the sub-saharan banking network doesn't allow large amount and long tenors those are two things that don't really match there are ways to solve these, but they they need to be addressed to uh, to us or the banking system uh, as early as possible. At the earliest stage, we can work together to solve these um, challenges with with uh, long tenors and large amounts. Uh, I think the better the outcome will be.
0: Now, if we look at um, some of these specific African countries, from your experience, which countries would you say have the most uh, growth potential?
1: Well, most growth potential would be the larger populated countries like Nigeria, Ethiopia and Egypt, for instance, which are the three by far largest populated countries. But we also see a lot of great uh, growth potential in uh, Democratic Republic of Congo. The country has enormous challenges uh, when it comes to peace and infrastructure and, and uh, governance. But it has an enormous potential. It has a fast growing population. Uh, It has enormous natural resources. Uh, How can we cover risk in Democratic Republic of Congo? Well, that is a huge challenge going forward. And um, I think in the near future, we will see how, uh, how that will work out, how it will turn out. But those are the four absolutely biggest markets in Africa.
0: And um, on the other hand, which countries uh, have you come across that give our customers uh, the most challenges?
1: One is Ethiopia at the moment. They exhausted all their uh, foreign exchange reserves when they launched three major projects in the country all at once. They they built the railroad from Djibouti to Addis to shortened the uh, uh, time for transport and the cost for transport of all the imported goods. Being a landlocked country, they're quite dependent on the harbor in Djibouti. They also built a dam to... uh, uh, to be able to be self-sufficient when it comes to electricity. Uh, when the dam is up and running in uh, full capacity, they will actually be able to export, and it will contribute revenue to the country. And then they also built uh, the third and the largest sugar plant, which is a huge need for in uh, in uh, Central Africa. Unfortunately, it has emptied their foreign exchange reserve and put them in a situation where they no longer even have... have uh, Enough money to run the railroad from Djibouti to Addis. And the dam will take three years to fill up before it actually produces electricity. So uh, that's one of the countries with huge challenges. Nigeria, of course, is an, uh, another country with huge challenges. They are very oil dependent, and the price is uh, touch and go around $60 a barrel now. Uh, they need at least $60 to balance their budgets. Angola is a third country where where we can see enormous challenges, not only financially, but also uh, compliance-wise. Uh, some banks have stopped clearing their dollars, for instance, for compliance reasons. So there are, there are huge challenges in several countries.
0: And um, do you see a difference uh, between the northern African countries and the sub-Saharan countries? You mentioned that uh, earlier on.
1: Absolutely there is a big difference uh, the north uh, north african countries are far more keen on implementing regulatory changes to uh, secure their foreign exchange reserve uh, to defend their domestically uh, produced goods um, some of them do it through um, uh, not providing foreign exchange for import uh, on certain goods they uh, are um, Algeria, for instance, have a list of uh, 40-some goods that are not allowed to be imported for resale in Algeria. Uh, And that way, they uh, decrease the unnecessary import. They defend their own products, uh, produce products, and uh, also put less strain on their foreign exchange.
0: Thank you, Peter. And now for uh, final words, could you give uh, some Top tips for Nordic company who is planning to expand their trade business to the African continent.
1: Absolutely, uh, Africa has a great potential, but it's also uh, you have to be aware of the risk. Uh, so I think at an early at an early stage, the earlier the better. Um, at an early stage, uh, have communication with uh, Nordia, uh, see Nordia as a business partner and let us together uh, guide through these challenging uh, markets and of course always use secure payments the risk is far too great for for a company to carry on their own
0: thank you peter that was a very uh insightful overview of the african trade opportunities If you're interested in getting more information on expanding your business to the international markets, including Africa, please visit our trade portal at www.nordatrade.com. Thank you all for listening and until next time.